Welcome into Bearcat Rewind, MIAA Football Media Day. Earlier this week in Kansas City, a sure sign that fall sports right around the corner. And coaches and players from each program around the conference made that trip to look ahead to the season, which is set to begin on September 2nd. The MIAA preseason polls were also released with the Bearcats picked to win the league in both the coaches and the media rankings. Overall, Northwest has won a total of 30 MIAA titles. That includes earning a share in 2019 with the team finished with a 12-2 record. Now, the Northwest contingent in Kansas City on Tuesday included head coach Rich Wright and five of the six team captains in Zach Howard, Alec Tatum, Braden Wright, Tanner Owen, and Jackson Barnes. Sam Roberts, the sixth captain, not able to make it on Tuesday. But for this week's podcast, instead of having one longer conversation, we're going to bring you some sound from each of the Bearcats in Kansas City as excitement builds toward the first football season since 2019. So that's coming up here on Bearcat Rewind today. And the podcast is brought to you by the Northwest Foundation, providing support for the Northwest Alumni Association and the university's funding needs since 1971. More information is on Facebook or online at nwmissouri.edu slash foundation. And Clorinda Regional Health Center, offering support to Southwest Iowa and Northwest Missouri each day during times of uncertainty through a local team of providers and nurses. More information at clorindahealth.com. So we have a few minutes with each of the Bearcats in Kansas City as we look ahead to the upcoming season. And we'll start things off with Northwest Missouri State Head Coach Rich Wright talking with John Coffey. Talk a little bit about to finally being able to get to a, an a MIAA media day. It seems like it's been a long time. Holy cow, it was just exciting to be here today, see all the other coaches and you know the players that represent those teams and, and just to be all in the same place and have lunch and, and get to visit is uh, something that we, I think we've all taken for granted but certainly don't anymore. You've got fall camp coming up pretty quick. Uh, how does this camp differ from uh, other years with so much time in between games here uh you know it's just gonna we're gonna have to do a lot better job of evaluating to see how guys have progressed um you know it's gonna we're gonna have to do a better job with the fundamentals of things and probably trying to be at least initially a little more simple and, and then try and expand as the season goes. And really, when you look at the schedule, two of the first three games against two of the top competitors and two games on the road, too, it's, uh, you've got to be ready to go from the very start. Yeah, I don't think the MIAA did us any favors with the scheduling, but uh, we'll play whatever schedule they put in front of us. Uh, you know, we've been, we've been preaching to the kids since the spring that, you know, we're going to have to be ready to go week one. Um, you know, like I said up on the podium, the last three conference championships have been played for by these three teams. And, and so we just have to be ready to go week one at Hayes and week three at Central. And, and there's a game at home with, with Lincoln in between. So we just have to take one game at a time. And that, that starts with uh, Fort Hayes State. And we're, we're looking forward to the opportunity to go out there and play, play well. How does uh, COVID factor into this as far as protocols and uh, vaccinations and contact tracing and everything to make sure that you do your, do your best to be able to field the, the, the full-strength team going into this start? You know, it's, it's going to boil down to the more of our guys that are vaccinated, the better shot we're going to have to have a normal season. Um, obviously, as a football coach, I can't tell those kids to do one thing or the other but we've we've basically given them as much information as we can we've we've told them what the the limitations are if if that doesn't happen um, you know they lived through a lot of the protocols last year and they'll have to do those again you know particularly with the contact tracing the the big worry for me 
is as I visited with them is you know once again we've kind of been in a bubble here in Maryville over the summer but um, come August 17th when classes resume there's going to be people coming in from all over the country and Northwest Missouri State's going to be uh, totally in classroom as far as as far as educa- in an educational mode and so if any of those guys any of the students have COVID and they're in that area then they become a contact and every time you do it's 10 days and and so I just, you know, hopefully we get the vast majority of those guys vaccinated and are able to just roll through with our season. That's Rich Wright talking with John Coffey, and you can kind of hear it in his voice. He is ready for week one to come around September 2nd at Fort Hayes State. That's going to be a fun one, but really at this point, any of these football games on the schedule, just a blessing to have these games finally coming back around. So now we're going to turn and dive into some of our player interviews from the MIAA Media Day. Again, five of the Bearcats, six team captains were on hand in Kansas City. I have to let you know ahead of time that I made a bit of a mistake. So this this upcoming part is on me, but two of the five player interviews that we have, I had a few technical difficulties in Kansas City, so I had to go in and, and kind of work in the computer program to clean them up a little bit so that you could hear them a little bit better. But there are good interviews with uh, some some playmakers for Northwest Missouri State, um, leaders for this program, so I didn't want to not have them included. So I'll apologize that we'll have Zach Howard first and Tanner Owens second, a defensive lineman for the Bearcats and an offensive left tackle um, for Northwest Missouri State. The audio is not the best, but for the last three with Alec Tatum, Braden Wright, and Jackson Barnes, the microphone's a little bit better and it's much clearer. So those three should be pretty good, easy to listen to. I apologize uh, for some of the technical difficulties for the ones on Zach Howard and Tanner Owen. That's my fault. So if it doesn't work out, if you don't want to listen to it because it's, it's not the best and you want to skip ahead, I understand. You're not going to hurt my feelings. But I just wanted to give you a heads up that I did have a couple issues with that audio. Again, that's, that's my fault and my recording device that I was using. So three of the five are, are perfect audio-wise. Um, but yeah, again, the ones with Zach and Tanner, a little bit shaky. That's my fault. I apologize. But let's go ahead and dive into those. We're going to start off with Northwest Missouri State defensive lineman, Zach Howard. We're back at MIAA Media Day for the first time in a couple of years. We've had this. Obviously, last year we kind of lost year as far as athletics and everything goes. Mm-hmm. What's it like for you stepping in here, a leader of this Northwest football team, a team captain, and kind of taking on a bigger and bigger role despite not actually playing a game last year? Yeah, it's kind of wild, but um, I don't know. I just am I'm blessed to be in this spot, especially at Northwest, something that's um, not only a good football program, and, but just around a bunch of good guys that could easily be in my position. Um, as a captain, um, got voted on by teammates. I'm just very blessed to have those teammates um, and be with a group of guys like this, uh, Tanner, Braden, Sam, Alec, and Jackson. So I'm just very blessed. Um, this has been weird, obviously, a full year off. Just trying to just trying to lead, um, take steps to get better, and, and everything. Obviously, football, but all, uh, off the field as well. Growing my relationship with Christ. Um, that's a big thing, you know, reading and, and all that stuff. So it's been crazy, crazy year. So to look at you, the hair's a little bit longer. Yeah. The, the beard's nice and thick there. <laughs> but it looks like you packed on some more muscle, a little more lean to it at the same time. Has, has, have things changed the weight room? Uh, yeah. That, well, actually, my diet it was a little different. I've been working out a little more too. Just uh, we. Talk to Joe and um, getting a little, a couple extra workouts in the week. But the big thing is uh, just cleaned up my diet a little bit. Um, I was playing at like 315 in 2019. Um, 
into the season around 305, but then, uh, you know, that's just from the season you lose some weight. Um, a couple months ago, I was, I was 315. I just kind of didn't like the way I was moving. I wanted to move a little bit better. So, yeah, I'm about 290 right now. If I get too low, I'll start packing on the pounds again, though. But, <laughs> but right now, yeah, we're going to see how I play at 290 and see how that works. Turn around and look at Jackson and say, maybe I'll move the linebacker. <laughs> I don't know if I'm quick enough for that. Jackson's pretty fast, but... Yeah, I might threaten them with that a, a couple of times. <laughs> so we look at Northwest and we think about what Coach Wright has, has put out for how many years. Uh, over and over and over, the defensive line is always top of the nation. Whenever you think about that, with the way that you're kind of changing your body, getting a little bit better shape, maybe even get the game 10, 11, 12 feel a little bit better, how does that make this group that much more formidable? I think we're just locked in. Like like you said, Like I am around uh, a good group of guys in the defensive line that, that push me every day and that, that I get to push them and they push me. But, um, you know, I, I just say that, you know, I, yeah, I'm just blessed to be around guys that are just amazing and everything. Very competitive in everything we do. We'll be walking down the street and for some reason we're competing about something. Um, I get to go against the, the best O-line in the nation too. I, I don't think those get to, guys get talked about enough. Um, sometimes our O-line, everyone knows they're good, but but they really are great, truly great. Tanner's obviously one of the great ones, but but across the board, Tanner, Mitch Goff, Gabe Bouts. Um, you guys haven't seen Seth Sagunis yet, but he's really good. Nigel Nigel White's really good. Um, Dalton Hill's really good. I mean, we got we got six, seven guys that can play and that can start almost anywhere else in this conference. And, and uh, I think throughout the board, they're the best best of the line in the nation. So getting to go against those guys and be competitive every single day um, just just makes you better. So think about going against those guys and some of the brutally hot days that we'll have in August and what practices will mean. Do you kind of look at it and smile and look forward to that more now? Actually, yes. Uh, I think coming in as a freshman, you kind of, you're timid about it. You don't know how you react and stuff, but Joe does a great job preparing us throughout the summer for our workouts um, and just, just teaching us how to push through mentally and all that stuff. But but when we get here, I think it's really fun to see who, see those guys who have been putting in the work mentally and and becoming tougher and tougher and tougher. And it's really fun to to, to, to push other guys and just to see where everyone's at. Um, we know who's been working and who's been trying, and then we also know who's been pushing through. You know, when that time comes, who will push through and who won't. And that's kind of the guys that we want to go to war with, go to battle with, and play some football with. So. You talked a little bit about breathing a little bit more, getting mentally tougher, um, increasing your relationship there with God and, and, and being much more spiritual throughout this last year too, and just different things to strengthen who Zach Howard is. You feel yourself just maturing that much more and more night in, night out to where it's, you're not just a student athlete, but you are a leader within Maryland. Yeah, I mean, obviously everyone asks, like, what are you going to take away from your, your time that you're not playing football with that COVID and with that whole year off? So, um, you know, God just kind of put a calling on my heart to, hey, this is your time to grow closer to me and, and to learn more about um, about your faith and about what, what I've done for you. And so just, yeah, just reading and, and uh, verse memorization. We have a great group of, of guys that I can meet with Devos and Bible studies. And, you know, I'll shout out Rebeck and Stumo. But, yeah, Rebeck's a good dude. He's a, he's a, a leader over there and just a great resource we have. And But, yeah, other I mean, Anything else, just getting to, to hang out with the guys and build relationships with them that, that are a little deeper than just when you're playing practices and trying to get your sleep when you're so exhausted from, from um, practices and games and workouts and stuff. So um, getting to actually truly spend five, six hours at a time with them and just get to know who they are and get to build those relationships has been really fun over the uh, 
last year. That was Zach Howard of Northwest Missouri State Football, a Bolivar, Missouri native. And he talked about playing previously at about 315, now down to 290. So a little more agile, a little more quick potentially there. And so it'll be fun to see how this plays out for Zach. But uh, good to see him continue to find ways to work on his game. Next up for Northwest Missouri State, we're in the trenches once again. We have Tanner Owen, again, a team captain here for Northwest Missouri State, a first-team All-MIAA member last year, AFCA first-team All-America as well. I should say back in 2019, not last year. Again, a few technical difficulties on my end, but wanted to let you hear from Tanner Owen here at MIAA Media Days, and we kind of jump in immediately talking about that mental game of missing all of last year due to COVID-19, trying to get yourself ready, but then being let down by games being canceled, wiped off the slate, and, and just how they stayed mentally ready and are getting themselves up once again for 2021. How do you guys reset over and over and over to now you're, you're not just mentally exhausted, you're back ready to actually get the football season going? You know, I think, you know, you, you got to try to look at everything uh, in a positive way and, you know, just looking at it from, you know, getting all these guys on our team hungry again and, you know, just knowing that, hey, Someday you're going to be done playing football. Someday you're never going to be able to put those pads back on. And, and I think last year was kind of a little bit of a slapper reality for some of the younger guys that don't quite get that just yet. And, and uh, you know, so I think that that will help us, you know, kind of stay hungry and just not take anything for granted. And, you know, when our first game does come around this year, you know, be ready to go. Whenever you think about not having actually any football games and then Outside of that one uh, practice we were able to have in the spring, hitting the same guys over and over, and that has to get a little bit tiring. But, you know, we look at Zach Howard, he talked about dropping his weight, getting down to a little bit more agile playing weight there. For you, what do you do to kind of increase your game? Already an All-American, but still trying to find that next level. You know, you know, at Northwest, we're blessed with uh, being able to practice against, you know, some of the highest levels of competition in D2. And so you just got to try to be able to make yourself better in the film room and in the weight room, trying to get stronger, trying to get faster, and uh, just trying to keep yourself fresh. And like I said, you know, going against, you know, one of the best D-lines in, in D2, you know, that, that always helps. Is there anybody in practice that you line up across from and you kind of sigh and say, yeah, I don't want to fix this guy. You know, is Sam is the guy like Zach. You know, when you know you have to run block Big Sam, uh, it, you know, you kind of think to yourself for a little bit, you know, but uh, we've done it a few times by now, and uh, it's it's not too big a deal. Offensively, new OC, Coach Sturdy, since the last time we saw Northwest Missouri State play a football game, you have to kind of take everything for what it is. You say, you know what, COVID is a blessing in disguise. We got that much more time to learn this off. It definitely would have been a little bit of a rush uh, schematically for uh, some of the younger guys especially if we would have had a season last year. So, like I said, you got to try to look at everything in a positive way and we've got ample amount of time to go through this offense and now we can know it like the back of our hand and now we can go into week one not thinking at all and just playing. Without giving away formation, any uh, any certain calls or anything, is there a tackle eligible play in the playbook? <laughs> Not as of right now, but I fully, uh, I fully expect, fully expect that out of him. I mean, that's not too much to ask for. Yeah. That was Tanner Owen here on Bearcat Rewind, a Kearney, Missouri native, and 
Since he got on campus and suited up for Northwest starting in 2017, he has played in every game for the Bearcats. He's a staple there at left tackle, and he's going to anchor what's going to be a very good offensive line for Northwest once again this upcoming year. So excited to see what uh, Tanner and that crew can do. Moving on now, we'll keep it on the offensive side of the football. We have Alec Tatum, a Northwest Missouri State wide receiver here joining us. His father, Bart Tatum, was offensive coordinator for the Bearcats back when Mel Churchma was the head coach. And so football's just kind of in Alec's blood. So to see him take that year off in 2020 like everybody had to due to COVID-19 and bounce back, it's going to be fun to see what Alec has to offer here as we head into 2021. September 2nd is right around the corner. I mean, football finally being back after nothing last year. Mentally, how do you kind of stay focused through everything 2020 had to offer? Um, I don't know. Just staying focused in the weight room. We got a lot of stuff going on. We basically had a full fall practice schedule, so it felt like we were kind of in the swing of things all fall, all summer, but um, just didn't have any games. So it felt like we stayed good in tune with football stuff going on through that whole break but it's exciting to get back to it you say got into a rhythm you had practice you got to lift you did all that but there was still plenty of testing to be done I'm sure at what point does that just become routine of yep got to go in get the swipe and go yeah I don't know it's it's exciting to get back out there but I don't know just a good season routine will be nice to have a game and actually put all your hard work to it to the test so you're the son of a coach, a guy that's been around football your whole life, and you know a lot of X's and O's wise. Getting to know Coach Sturdy, his offense, his expectations, what has the last year and a half or so been like of kind of getting a feel for what he's looking for from Northwest? Um, it's been cool. Uh, he's, he's a smart guy, and he knows a lot about football, and it's been fun to learn from him. Um, he just, everyone kind of, he expects everyone to know their assignment, you know, know their role and know what to do. And um, if you're a reliable guy and you um, are consistent and put in work, you know, you'll play. And it's just been fun to play under him so far. I'm excited to get to it with the games. Is that kind of the name of the game right now is the best ability you have is availability? I mean, 2021, not really knowing what's going to come, COVID still hanging around. It's putting yourself in the best position to be able to suit up on Saturday and go. Right, yeah, that's that's a big part. I mean, if even if you're hurt or whatever, you, you you're no you're no help to the team, you know, in terms of playing. So it's uh, definitely staying healthy and doing all that. Being available is the best thing you can do. What's the chemistry like between you and Braden? You, you played together for a couple years. Does it only grow from there? Yeah, I think so. I think it's grown a lot. I mean, even over this last fall, felt like we've been really good together you know all the receivers too I just think everything's kind of clicking um so far and yeah I feel great about Braden and um, all the other receivers as well I've been talking to the other guys about Fort Hayes and playing on September 2nd under the lights one week later it's Lincoln at home on a Thursday night for Northwest Missouri State can you imagine what Bearcat Stadium will be like that night I hope it's just packed and loud and just like it used to be. Um, hopefully we can have full capacity and have it going just like the old days. I'm excited for that opportunity and hope it um, comes to fruition. Again, that's Northwest wide receiver Alec Tatum joining us here on the podcast. And 
Coach Wright talked about it whenever he had the press conference portion of uh, media day, meeting with all the different reporters from around the area, um, but also quarterback Braden Wright kind of mentioned it too in his session um, with the press conference portion. But Alex, a guy, just that work ethic, he is always on the football field getting as many reps as he can. I mean, we're going through 100-degree days right now, and Coach Wright says every time he looks out his window, Alec Tatum is out there uh, running routes, catching passes, doing anything he can to get better. So expect a big year from Alec Tatum here coming up. Jumping now to the defensive side of the football, we're going to talk with Jackson Barnes. Jackson, a linebacker for Northwest Missouri State, second-team All-MIAA in 2019, an MIAA scholar-athlete. He's a super smart kid, has a nose for the football, and maybe he's not flashy when he's out there on the field, but, boy, he gets the job done. So next up here on Bearcat Rewind, we have senior linebacker Jackson Barnes. Just getting out here for uh, MIAA Media Day today, does this kind of signify, hey, we're back? I mean, 2020 sucks, no football but the chance to kind of get back into it September 2nd right around the corner. What's it like kind of seeing all these other uh, faces from around the MIAA today? No, it really does seem like it's back. I mean, there's the energy's high. I mean, it's it's definitely coming to the point in the se- where the season's about to begin. You know, it's really exciting. It does seem like once you kind of cross the 4th of July, it gets super hot. We get in that drought period in the MIAA media day. It all kind of happens right there at once. When you think about September 2nd, what will that mean to you to walk out under the lights, Fort Hayes, after all that time off? It's just going to mean a lot. I mean, a lot of people put their lives on hold. I mean, I was a senior that decided to come back, and it's just going to mean a lot to me just to go out there on the field and play again. How hard is that decision going through saying, all right, I'm a senior, I can try to wrap things up and go, should I stick around? Like, what are those conversations with coaches like, too? In the moment, it was a really tough decision. I mean, you're putting your life on hold, but I know in the end I made the right decision. I'd do it again 10 times out of 10, come back. We look at uh, Northwest Missouri State. I mean, the university as a whole, but athletics, there's a lot of talk about culture, but it goes more than just winning. I think there's a lot of family values that come with that and that brotherhood. How has that been strengthened throughout this time of not having games, but you're still there 24-7 with these guys? Yeah, it's definitely built the family atmosphere more. We've had to stick together and just go through this tough time together and just push through. Linebacker position, it seems like, uh, I mean, going back to Coach Bostwick in before, I mean, there have been just a ton of great linebackers to come through Northwest Missouri State. What's that mean to you to kind of wear that badge of saying, hey, I'm in that LB group and carrying that on? It's really cool to see the people that played before me and just try to build off of what they've done. It's, I'd say it's a, I'm in a great position to wear that LB badge and just continue what they've done. Uh, talking a little bit earlier with Zach Howard, and you see Sam Roberts and these other guys on that front line. The D-line makes the linebackers better, but the linebackers make the defensive line better. What's that relationship, the chemistry, and, and the communication on the field that makes that happen? It's just getting in the right gaps, getting the right fits. They do their job. The linebackers make the play. We do our job, and we, we just help each other. So if you know if someone gets out, outside of their gap, then we just help each other and make them right. So Fort Hayes State, the first game, and that's, that's still a little ways away. You have plenty of practice between now and then, but the last time you saw them, it was 36-33 in Hayes, an overtime winner. What's this rivalry built up the past few years? It's We've had some close games. You know, the past two times we've played, it's came down to the wire, and, you know, it's just really exciting to go there and play each other, and hopefully come September 2nd, we just have another good game, and I'm sure it's going to be a great time. And thanks again to Jackson for joining us here on the podcast. Again, it seems like Northwest has such a good tradition of linebackers year in and year out. And now it's up to Jackson to carry that load as uh, he kind of 
man's things there for the Bearcats at that second level. And wrapping up our player interviews here for this episode of Bearcat Rewind, we're talking with the Northwest Missouri State signal caller. It is Braden Wright. Braden, really, it's it's hard to believe because it feels like he's been around the program for so long. He's only a junior, and this is a kid that's only gotten better from freshman year to sophomore year. And then between sophomore and junior, had that COVID season to where new offensive coordinator stepped in, Coach Sturdy taking over uh, those duties, and so... It will be fun to see Braden continue to develop now under Coach Sturdy, but he spoke about that and much more with us on Tuesday. Your junior year, but you've been around Northwest Missouri State and the culture plenty long enough. What's this like going in and the expectations you're putting on yourself, let alone kind of those outside Bearcat expectations overall? Yeah, I mean, it's just like any other year is how I would say it. Uh, you know, our culture is defined as, you know, we sign on to be elite, Coach Wright says it. So, I mean, our summer workouts, our winter wonderland, our conditioning, everything we do, we try to just be elite at it. And, you know, that to us just kind of translates to the field and I think we've had a great offseason so far it's been a long one obviously but you know I feel like we've gotten a lot better as a team and we've worked as hard as I think we've ever have since I've been here so we talk about it's like a normal year you're trying to kind of pick things up as if 2019 just ended and you're going again last time we saw you 12 and 2 you get to the national quarterfinals you fall to Fort Hayes State or fall to Ferris State excuse me is that still there? Is that something to kind of in the back of your mind of, guys, hey, we had a great season, but the last time we were out there, this is what happened? Yeah, I mean, of course it is, because that was not our ultimate goal, to make it to the national quarterfinals, obviously. So, you know, that's always going to be in the back of your mind, I like to say, the people that were really there at the game and who played in that game. But at the same time, you just got to focus on us. That's not who we're playing week one. That's not who we're, you know, going against every day in the summer in our workouts and seven-on-seven. Seven. So it's really just about focusing on us right now. Then once fall camp hits, kind of get more into the game mode. But, you know, just really focus on our strengths and, you know, work on our weaknesses. And that's kind of what, how we just take it day by day in the offseason. You've had a little more time to get used to a new offensive coordinator, a new playbook. What does Coach Sturdy expect out of the offense, and, and, and what does he expect out of yourself? Yeah, I mean, his motto is efficiency, no matter how we get there. Um, you know, it's just it's a lot more on my plate, I'll say that, than it was in the past. But, uh, you know, it's been awesome. He gives me a lot of tools that I can use out on the field. And, you know, as long as I'm doing my film study, you know, taking what he gives me every week that, you know, there's a lot of things we can do to be efficient. And that's the beauty of it. We're not going to have one, you know, dominant style of play. It's just kind of however we have to be efficient that week, that's what we're going to do. Is that as a quarterback kind of ease maybe a little bit of stress of going in saying all right this team is great against the run and sit back and pass they have great guys in the secondary and it just kind of goes week to week as far as that efficiency yeah I mean it's awesome because it's so many different things we can do that's what he uh he knows football more than anyone I've ever been around so he's got answers to pretty much anything that we could ever see uh and that's just been what's so fun about it just learning from him and trying to learn football from a guy who's been around for so long and seen so many different things so I mean it's a lot of a lot of knowledge that comes from that so uh you know I respect him so much and I've really enjoyed getting to play for him so far we talked so much about that defensive line that that coach Wright builds up every year it's one of the top in the country offensively it feels like your front five are probably near the top in the country as well especially with the all-american there at left tackle what are those guys like up front yeah i mean it's it's been awesome getting to know more and more as the years go by because like tanner and gabe i've played with since i started playing football here they've been my left guard and left tackle haven't missed a game they've been there every single day with me and you know just like helping tanner you know being the all-american the oldest guy in the room he uh he really helps people along at the o-line you know i think we're really starting to get it this year protections are pretty nailed down already going into fall camp so i've been really happy with what i've seen from them obviously i don't see them in and out every day but you know they got great leadership there great offensive line coach so 
I think they're nailed down with what they're doing. So, you know, that's just what's awesome is being able to fully trust them every single day. So I know they're going to do their job. I just got to do mine. Last time in Hayes, a uh, three-point overtime thriller. Are you looking forward to September 2nd? Oh, of course. I mean, Fort Hayes is a great program, great team. Uh, it's always fun every time we played them since I've been in college. It's been a battle. So, you know, I'm just excited to do it one more time. Uh, Thursday night in Hayes is going to be awesome. Uh, hopefully the... Hopefully we get back in Maryville before about 4 a.m. That'd be something <laughs> awesome. But After a win, it'll be all right. Yeah, oh, yeah. A win make it all worth it. <laughs> Northwest Missouri State quarterback Braden Wright heading into his junior year. He's a dual-threat quarterback. He's got a good arm. He's got the legs. And so it'll be fun to see with these playmakers around him what Braden Wright does here during the 2021 season. So thanks once again to Coach Wright and all of his players for the time there at MIAA Media Day and for joining us here on Bearcat Rewind. Want to let you know it was also announced this week that the Bearcats are ranked sixth in the Lindy's Division II Top 25, and Sam Roberts and Tanner Owen are preseason All-Americans. So the Bearcats picked first in the MIAA preseason polls, now sixth in the Lindy's Division II Top 25. And really no surprise that Sam Roberts and Tanner Owen named preseason All-Americans. They're expecting big things out of those two men coming up this season. Want to let you know, in case you missed it, our guests over the last few weeks on Bearcat Rewind have included Troy Caton, Chucky Kempf, Naomi Tejas, Gene Steinmeier, and many more. So check out those archived episodes of the podcast. Thanks to Alex Kurt, a Northwest Missouri State professor here at Wells Hall, producing our intro and outro music. And thank you for listening to Bearcat Rewind. I'm Matt Tritton. We'll talk to you again next week.